If you looked at your W-2 this year and thought, where did this money go? Then this episode is just for you. Join me as we navigate the W-2 and go through how you can get a better understanding of just where your income went that you earned this year. Here we go. Join me now in three, two, one. Let's go. Hey, what is going on? So we are back with another another episode with the Financial Mirror here. So um, as you can see, this has been a, a hopefully, a, I don't know, you keep up with the news? I don't know. There's been a um, pretty, pretty hectic, hectic week this past week. But uh, let's just start off by saying that if you haven't been keeping up with the news, uh, this GameStop and costs and Ben Bath and Beyond Blackberry stuff is is absolutely nuts. So it's been a historic week, not only in in the markets, uh, but but everything else that's going on currently. So, uh, but if you if you're curious, if you if you're not aware of what's going on, just Google uh, Google GameStop, and I promise you there will be a gazillion, trillion, million articles about about everything that's going on so look it up look it up but that's that's definitely looking at the title that's not what we're we're here for today actually actually hold on let me think about it no i could, I could tie this in so you know oh no where'd it go uh oh no where did gamestop stock go to the moon i guess that's what everyone's saying or uh or the people they're saying hold the line yeah yeah they're gonna be left wondering oh no where'd it go when they lose their money so um I don't know how this is going to play out. I'm just just joking, but uh, if I don't know how to play out, we can't predict the future. But anyways, uh, we'll see. Anything's possible, but I, all I can say is it's going to be a bumpy week next week. So uh, if you if your investments fluctuate, please don't be discouraged. Everything will be okay. Um, let's get back on track. So today's episode is all about. This recent, possibly recent, you probably uh, you've probably gotten this email or this snail mail or however you receive this this document, right? Uh, this document. So the the oh no where to go is strictly about uh, this this episode is mostly about your W two. Okay, so uh, some of this is applicable to to just life in general, but. Um, the first little part of uh, this stream, I'm going to talk specifically about uh, looking at your W-2 and understanding what all that information is so that we can figure out and, and show you, give you a better better understanding of of not just looking at this document and saying, oh, well, there was all this money I made and there was all this money that went. So let's, let's, let's hash that out first. But uh, today's episode is is all about that that earnings information from the year 2020 that shows you this lagging indicator that shows you how much money you made last year and then how to, how to use that information to set you up for a better 2021 not just in the sense of uh, moving out of covid and staying at home orders but uh, more importantly your finances and how, how we can get you back on track if you if you fell off uh, fell off the deep end or fell fell into the shallow or the swimming pool or kiddie pool whatever swimming pool I don't know How, however you see fit for you to describe yourself but the first thing that I want to ask you right so I want to start this off with a question and it's, it's about your emotions your psychology but uh, what 
what came to your mind, right? So you, you open up this W-2 and you're like, man, let me, you know, I can't wait to open it. All this excitement. You know, you got your W-2, it's tax season. Woohoo, baby, let's go. Uh, but then all of a sudden you've got this little box and <laughs> this little box says wages, tips, and other compensations, right? So uh, in layman's terms, that's going to be your gross, gross income. Um, and was this more, was the thought, uh, that you, was this more, more than you thought that you made, or was this less than you thought that you made or, or more importantly, uh, did you have this thought that was just like, Oh my goodness, I see this dollar sign, right? Like you're like, man, like that's so much money. If I had that right now, what would I do with it? I'd buy a new car. No, I'm just kidding. No, you wouldn't. Uh, you're better than that. So, but, but what, what would you do? Right? Like where did all that go is, is definitely what, what so many people think about. If you're like most Americans, um, you probably saw that huge number and you had, uh, and, and possibly thought, you know, your last time you could remember, you looked at your savings account, you looked at your checking account or your investment account. And, and you do not remember seeing an account that looked like that. Right. So whatever that is, like you can just fill in the blank on that. But, but you don't remember seeing that. And, uh, that's what I want to talk about. I, I really want to dig into it. So, um, this is what we're going to discuss. We're going to, we're going to discuss how to get you on track for 2021. So I use the term lagging indicator because for 2020, 2020 is over. And for some of us, uh, that's a great feeling to know that 2020 is over. But for, for some, um, some, you may be like, well, what can I do now? So I don't have the same financial outcome I did in 2020. And it's not too late. So we're one month in, it's not too late. You have 11 months ahead of you to, to, to pull together this accumulating 2021. So, um, I'm going to first start off by breaking down the W-2. So if you have received your W-2, uh, and you're listening to this on, uh, like right now on the live stream, thank you for joining. If you're, if you're here on the live stream, I truly appreciate it. Um, if you're, if you're here watching this right this second, grab your W-2, look at it, go through it as I go through this. Uh, I'm not going to spend much time going through the W-2 as much, uh, cause it's very simple. It's a very simplistic document, right? So I'm going to go over what each of the boxes that you really need to focus on and, and, and talk about what those are. Um, but, but more importantly, grab yours. If you have it, if you're listening to this on the podcast, pause for just a second, go grab it and just follow along as we're, as we're going through this. Right. Uh, so real quick, I'm going to bounce this over to my desktop. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm 
That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. I'm going to pull up a W-2. So as I run through this, you can sort of, like I said, you, I pulled this right off the IRS's website. So uh, this is like one that I guess you could probably fill out or something. So let's just first say that your W-2 may look somewhat like this, or it may look nothing like this. Okay. So let's be clear. It Some W-2s look totally different than others. So um, very important that you understand that piece because it's, it's a, uh, th- but this is your wage and tax statement. So I'm going to start off right here at, um, the, the left side is just admin info, right? So your employer's identification number, what they file with the government with, you know, name, address, blah, 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 all your stuff right down here, you know, fill in the blank, Joe Blow right here. So starting right here, box one. So box one is what most people look at first, second, and last. Like that, that's the extent of someone looking at a W-2. The next time they will look at their W-2 is when they're, they're possibly, um, possibly, I don't know, doing their taxes if they do them themselves or, you know, sitting down with a tax uh, professional or whatever the case may be. That's probably, that's probably as far as most people look. So first off, what's in box one is your wages, tips, compensations, as you can see. But what is that? That is the money you made. That's your gross taxable income. All right. And I'm going to show you that there's a little confusion because that's not, that's not how much money you earn. That's how much money you made. Okay. So that's your gross taxable income. So that's money before taxes, pre-tax deferrals, uh, anything like that. That is what your federal tax bill is based off of. Okay. So like I said, don't give up yet. There's a bunch more to look at besides box one. Got it. Okay. So let's move over to tax uh, box two. That is based off of your W-4. It is based off of the withholdings that you uh, came up with, that you filed with your employer. And that's how much money was held out of your check. Uh, we're looking annually. So that's how much was held out in the year 2020. Okay. So it's very simple um, to look at. And I have a previous video on W-4 specifically on the back end of the enhancing your tax uh, income tax knowledge video. Uh, link is down in the description. So go look at that video. If you need help filling out your W-4, if you need to know what some of that stuff is, you know how to fill it out, that's that sort of stuff. Go watch that video, fill out a W-4. That's what triggers this uh, box two information. So all that box two information is based off of that. Got it? All right. So moving on box three, four. So this is social security is three and four box five and six is Medicare. I'm going to cover these collectively because they're kind of the same. So your box three, uh, box three and uh, five, technically your, your taxable pieces. That is how much your employer actually paid you. So there's a good chance most likely there's a good chance that that number is actually higher than box one. Okay. So there's a good chance that number is higher than box one. That's how much you actually earned. That's how much your employer paid you. Like this is, you know, big, this is probably the biggest number. Um, it's probably the biggest number, uh, between the one, three, uh, the three and five is probably bigger than the one. Okay. So, um, this is, this is a simple, uh, 
probably this is if you added up, I guess what I'm trying to get to, if you added up your salary and you multiplied your monthly salary times 12 or you multiplied your hourly rate times 40 hours a week times the 52 weeks, whatever, this is the number you would probably come up with is somewhere in that ballpark, not the one, the three and the five. Okay. Four and six is easy to calculate because four is 6.2% of box three, six is 1.45% of box five. Okay. So those are easy to calculate, easy to fact check. So you can see, um, if those are correct, like I said, they should be correct. Most of this is pre-automated for, uh, for companies. So, and then there's an additional 0.9% Medicare tax. If you're a high income earner, I'm not going to get into all those specifics. Just know that's what you're looking for. I really want to focus on just what we're looking at here. So box seven and eight right here, social security tips and allocated tips. Um, that the social security tips is going to be things that you reported to your employer tips, you reported to your employer. Uh, and then the allocated tips, this is additional income. This is money that your employer owes to you, right? Um, and then box 12 is the last piece that I want to, uh, to hit up. And that is for uh, box 13 would be checked for the retirement plan, but box 12, there's a ton of codes that go in there. Feel free to take the time out. You'll see random codes in there. Take the time out, look, see where, um, what codes you, your W2 has. You can always look those up. Uh, not hard to find, uh, but that's going to be where a lot of your, um, uh, retirement plan contributions are made and that's where you'll see those at. Okay. And then down here at the bottom is going to be your state, uh, in that same video that's linked down the bottom, it talks about W4. It also talks about, um, it also talks about state income tax. So if you, if you want to talk about the differences in states, so forth and so on, go check out that video. So where did all of this go? So you saw this one, you saw this three and this five, like you saw the ones, the only one that we can really, um, really change, I guess you could say, but, or really look at, but where did all this go? Even the three and the five, where did it go? That's what we're going to discuss. That's what we're going to look at. All right. Uh, so, so let's flip back over one second. Boom. So we're back. So where did all this go? That's the part that everyone wants to know. Everyone wants to know where did my money go? I made uh, whatever your box three uh, and five said, and you're like, man, like I want that money. You know? So where'd it go? So as you saw on the W-2, the numbers uh, are, are, you know, your earnings is, 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 exactly probably around what you thought it was okay so there shouldn't be if you if there's a surprise on the earnings part this video does not help you you need to talk to an employer because there's a huge disconnect in what you were told you were going to make what we're what we really want to focus on is that is that tax part so as you saw a huge chunk of your money goes to pay your tax bill all right income tax is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, most most people is the biggest expense for the average American. Okay. So, but you're looking at it and you're like, man, I can't control that though. They want their money. Okay. You're right. They do want their money, but you can control it. So there's, there's ways out there, uh, through tax deductions, tax credits, um, 
uh, pre-tax uh, deferrals on retirement plans. Um, that these are all ways that you can help lower your tax bill. Okay. Or based off of your income, right? So lowering your income and, and decreasing your tax bill. So that's a, that's the first piece that I want you to understand is your money first and foremost goes to taxes, income taxes specifically. So when we look at how can we control that? Well, you know, Besides all those things like qualifying for tax deductions, tax credits, you have, there's there's a ton of ways out there for you to begin to um, to to not be a W two earner, and and that's being very. Um, we won't get into all that in this video. In this video, we're specifically talking about what you can control right this second with your current situation. So, you as a W two employee, as a W two earner. The, the policies in place for income tax is the only thing that you can change besides tax deductions, tax credits, and deferrals, donations, uh, stuff of that nature to help lower that tax bill, okay? Um, so so utilize those, right? Most people most people does do best with a standard deduction, but some, you know, can, can do itemized deductions and get better, uh, a lower tax bill. But, but all in all... You have to take control of that piece of your finance and, and move on from that. So, so the next place that your money could have gone, so income taxes, number one, the next place your money could have gone is box 12. So box 12 is where you contributed to your retirement plans and kudos to you. I'm so happy that you contributed. That's great. Great job. You contributed to your pre, uh, to, to a, a 401k or something, something of the sorts, uh, contributing to a pre-tax 401k is an easy way to decrease your taxable income. So, so that can help lower that tax bill, uh, right there off the jump. So, but man, that, that, that alone is, you're still looking at that gross income. You're like, even if I subtract my pre-tax and my federal withholdings and my state withholdings and all that, and my Medicare, my, my social security, like there's still a huge number right there. Like where did all this money go? So, uh, you're right, uh, and we're going to look at just how you can begin to understand where that money went. And there's an easy way, uh, and, and it's, it's not really that painful. But uh, here's here's the point that I want to make. So uh, there's there's a lot that that when we talk about you know new year's resolutions we talk about new year new me we talk about all this stuff right and the thing is is that you the things in your life are only going to change when you when you do something to change them all right so uh if and and let me back up actually like rewind first you have to understand that there's a need for a change okay so if you looked at your W-2 this year and you saw that um, box one being X number of dollars, right? And you look at that and you're like, oh, well, you know, I made that much money and I, I you know, I'm, I'm put aside this much and I'm, my checking account looks great. My savings and my investments all look great. Perfect. That still does, that still could mean that you still have work to do, right? Or you could be where a lot of Americans are um, in, in and that you looked at it and you were like, 
where did all this go? And that's the part that I really want to, I want to hone in on. I want to really help out at. So, um, the, the thing that you have to do is you have to first identify that you have this, 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 I'm just going to I'm just going to be honest, this lack of understanding of your current financial situation. So you have to first be able to identify for yourself that you are lacking in your in understanding your current financial situation. Once you can admit to that, once you can understand that, you can then all of a sudden say, all right, I'm going to start doing something to change it today. So it this is crucial, crucial to understanding your finances. If there's something, so let's say, um, so I live in Hawaii. Let's say I don't know how to surf. I have no idea how to surf and, but I want to, I want to surf. So I want to surf bad. Like I want to get out there and I want to surf. Do I just go grab a board, jump in the water, paddle out and jump up. And I just, I'm riding the hugest wave ever. Absolutely not. So you have to put forth some effort and you have to learn, you have to learn it. And that could mean that for, for just using the surfing example, that could mean that I, I, you know, go there and I find friends that are willing to, to help me that already know how to surf. They're willing to help me learn to surf or do I pay someone? Do I pay someone that'll teach me how to surf or do I watch a bunch of YouTube videos and then just go in time and time, follow my face, get back up, swim back out, and keep trying until I, 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 but I'm always, I, and I say, I, I am always doing something to try to learn to, to, to get what I want. I want to learn how to surf. Make sense. So it's, it's this, it's this, this constant idea of you needing to first off, understand your current situation using this. I'm just going to keep using my surfing example, using that same example, I don't know how to surf. I have to first admit I don't know how to surf. I can't just be like, well, I know how to ride a, I know how to ride a snowboard. I know how to ride a wakeboard. I know how to ride a skateboard. Like I can ride all these other boards. Why would I not be able to ride a surfboard? Perfect. Well, I should be able to just take it and go out there and surf, right? No, absolutely not. So first, I have to admit to myself, I don't know how to surf. Let me start to learn. And there's a ton of avenues to, to try to do that. And I have to pick which one's best for me and then go and do that. So to tie this all, tie this all around and tie it all back into this finance thing is it's crucial that you first identify that you either are not that great with finances or you've made some really bad financial choices and you're, you don't think that it's, it's possible to get out of those situations or, or maybe you, you're okay with finances, but you just want to be better. Um, the only way to to really understand that and to, to to begin this movement forward is to first identify with yourself that that you you know there needs to be a change. So, um, using that using that piece, using that self drive, using that self awareness, uh, we can begin to understand your finances. And then the the part that I want to get to is that we have to keep score. So in sports, keeping score shows us that we're winning or losing. All right. In 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 baseball, if you if you you know if you score four runs and the opponent scores three, you win, right? Like you just won. So to to start winning at finances, 
you have to keep score. You've got to keep score. I can't say that enough. You've got to keep score. So um, you've identified that you you are in need of financial help. Um, so so that means that you looked at that W-2. You had no idea where this money went. You've got to put your finger on it. you got to, you, you know, you know you paid income tax. You know that you contributed to a retirement account, but the rest of it, you have no idea where it went. You understand that you've got to understand that piece so that you can, you know, begin to change and understand where, you know, where your money's going. Uh, and finally, like keeping score can, can, can be that, that indicator that shows that you're on track, that you're doing exactly what it takes to, to reach your financial goals. So it's easy. Doing this is easy. Keeping score is easy because all you have to do is make a budget. And wait, before you turn this off, hear me out, hear me out real quick. So I know I said it, this nasty, nasty budget word. Everyone hates the word budget. I don't know why. Like I, I like soapbox for a minute, but I, I truly enjoy making my budget. I truly enjoy uh, challenging myself to meet those goals that I have, those truly, sh- those shorter term goals that I have that I, that is so, gra- you know, gratifying to accomplish. So, so making a budget can be fun, uh, but you have to flip that switch that turns a budget from being this, this, this need that I have to do, right? Like this, this budget is this thing I have to do every month to this thing, this budget, this is this thing I want to do every month. And when you change that mindset from a, a requirement, you know, just something that's required to, to man, this is something that truly is helpful. So something that's truly helping me uh, it begins to come, become a lot more fun, but anyways, off my soapbox, but stick with me just a second. So when budgeting, right, you're coming up with these categories. So this is how you keep score. You're budgeting, you're coming up with these categories or these buckets that you're spending in. And now you can answer that question that says, where did my money go? You have the ability to answer that question because, um, you now know where you, spent your money first off and you now know where you need to change to to begin to because because here's the thing here's the thing that that I really want I want to drive home is that the people that are thinking where did my money go when you look at a w2 that means that 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 inside of them there was a sense of failure because they're checking their savings they're investing those accounts don't look as as they anticipated, right? They made this money and it didn't go where they anticipated it going because it was all these short-term gratifying things that they were, they were going after. So the only, like the only way that you can have that feeling of guilt or that feeling of, of, of almost like self shame, right? Is that you had this W2, you had this, this document that said you made this much money and now you're looking at all of your accounts and you have nothing to show for it. Like that, that's where that psychology comes from. That's where that peace comes from. And you've got to, you have to understand that, that first and foremost, you're, you've got to get a handle on, on to, to, to let me back up to achieve that, that, that feeling of satisfaction, that feeling of, of feeling that you, you did it like you that year, you made that much money. You invested this much money. You had this much fun. You, you know, you did it. Like you, you, uh, you stamped it as a perfect year, right? That, that happens when you've 
planned out your year financially through this here budget thing. So you've got to know where you're currently spending. You have to know what buckets you're currently overspending in so that you can change. You can, you can, you can begin to change. So, um, a couple, I, I found these online, right? So these are not my physical cutouts. So I, I use mint. If you're curious, I use mint for budgeting. Uh, I've used every dollar as well. The only reason I stopped using every dollar is because of the fact that they charge $99 for, um, your transactions to be, uh, automatically input from, and it might've changed since then. I don't know, but the reason I stopped was it was $99 to have my bank, uh, set up to, to pull those transaction in and mint was free. So I went with mint. So, uh, this is, it says every dollar, but it's mint. So anyways, this is mint, right? So from January, 2014 to January, 2015, here's a breakdown of someone's account out there, right? This is how it looks. So when I was saying you've got to keep score, this is your scoreboard. This is where you're wondering where that money went besides income tax and, um, uh, uh, your box 12, your deferrals, your retirement account contribution, so forth and so on. This is the other place that your money's going is all of these little buckets, all these pieces of the pie. However you budget yourself, this is how you keep score. You've got to keep score. You've got to keep score. I can't say it enough. You've got to keep score because this is how you get yourself on track where you can feel satisfied at the end of the year, knowing that you put all of your money that you earned exactly where you wanted so that in the end you reach your financial goals. Okay. Tracking moving over here taxes. So this person tracks how, you know, their taxes, whether that be their tax bill. I really don't know. I don't know, but you can see that a majority of their money goes to taxes. Auto and transport is another huge thing. And this is a huge piece of this guy, gal's pie right here that went to auto and transport, whatever that is. Maybe, maybe this is a car payment that they've got, right? And maybe they are way over their head in a car payment, right? And they need to cut this piece. This is a huge piece of a pie in auto and transport. Home, kids, gifts and donations. Gifts and donations is good because if it's a donation, it could possibly be a, a, a write-off and you could get a deduction for that. So health and fitness and then other this is one example of what one person's scoreboard looks like, right? So let's go to another one. And if you're catching this on the podcast, please, all this is is a, is a cutout of of um, of mint category uh, spending by category transactions, so that we can see the scoreboard or where these 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 finances went. So uh, here's here's another one, uh, a little bit better on on home financial, whatever financial is, bills and utilities, right? Food and dining, education, shopping, auto and transport. See, that's a huge difference in the last one and this one. Travel, other, a scoreboard, right? This is a scoreboard. This is what you're attacking. If you want to know where your money went, that is your scoreboard, all right? Ooh, right, sorry, my finger, right up there. You see it? Right there, scoreboard. Go look at it. This is what you've got to see. You've got to know this. At the end of the year, you've got to be able to see a January to December breakdown of where your money went. I'm telling you, that's how you change. Last one, every dollar. Monthly bills. Look at that. Monthly bills, rainy days, long-term, vacation, changelings. I don't like this. I don't like this breakdown personally. 
Um, I do like this that the percentages are on there. And Mint might have the percentages as well. Uh, I'll just have to go back and look at mine. I notice you can you can hover over uh, a Mint one and it'll show you a breakdown. You could click it and it'll show you all the transactions or whatever. So, and that's where that's where you begin to. And I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to that. But these are just some examples, right? These are this is just someone's that spent nineteen thousand dollars, and you know this is their breakdown of it. So. But this is a little thing you got to get. This is a little chart that you've got to look at so that you can understand where your money's going, right? So, so that's all to say that that it's it's there's this growing need that if you if you'll look at the categories that are on there, you'll be able to, you know, easily identify where you're just throwing money away, where your money is going to good use you'll see those, those short-term wins, right? Like, like you, you want to, let's say that you're trying to max out your IRA account. So you're putting $500 a month into your IRA account. Every month you get to see those little short-term wins. Like, yes, another month, I put 500 in another month, put 500 and you see that thing grow and grow and grow. Those are the pieces you've got to jump on. You've got to understand those pieces. Okay. Once you get that, once you understand that, you can then begin to cut or trim away the parts that are not as necessary. So let's say you in that in that chart, right? You have that pie chart. Um, if you clicked on, if you clicked on one of those little cutouts of the pie, I know on Mint and I'm probably on all of them. You click it, it'll open up and it'll show you all the transactions that were inside of that category. Open that up, and then all of a sudden, you can start to see. Well, holy cow, my food and dining was 90% Starbucks. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I've got, I've got to control myself. All right. And that's when we get back to, um, impulsive spending habits, so forth. So on did a video on that last week. So go check it out. But simple, this is, this is the simple, 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 simple way to attack this. If you're looking at that chart, um, and I've gone through this in phases. First off, you got that W two. Second off, you 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 wanted to break down where all this money was going. So we did that. We saw the income tax. We saw the the retirement account deferrals. That box twelve item on the W two. And then we broke out and we looked at those categories. If you haven't been budgeting, jump on a budgeting platform and start budgeting today. All right, today start budgeting today. There's, there's no better time to get control of your finances than right now today. So jump on that. If you need help with the budget, there, I have multiple budgeting videos out there. Please go look at one. I'm going to very quickly, uh, you, I'm going to go over a quick 30, uh, 50, 30, 20 approach budget just right here. Uh, there's a link uh, in the description below for my actual video on 50, 30, 20 and go through it and check out more information, but it's very simple budgeting, uh, setup. 50% goes to essentials, housing and essentials. That's broken out. 30% goes to your housing mortgage and rent. So mortgage or rent, excuse me, 30% would go to that of your take home pay would go to that 20% of the 50 goes to utilities, food, health insurance, essentials, right? Things you can't live without. You can live without gym memberships. You can work out from home. Things that you can't constitute a free alternative or lower cost alternative is not essential. Okay. Mostly free alternative. 
So that breaks up your 50%, 30 housing, 20% utilities, food, health insurance, those type of things. The 30 next, the 30% of the 50, 30, 20 is fund money or discretionary money. If you have debt, some of that 30% needs to go to debt as well. The 20% of the 50, 30, 20 is if you have debt, all of the 20% goes to debt. If you don't have debt, this is where you start to build your future. This is going into investments, into retirement accounts, things of that nature. So it's 50, 30, 20. The 50 is broken down into housing and all other essentials uh, by 30 and 20. And then you have another 30 and 20 that goes into fund money slash discretionary money slash help pay off debt if you still have debt. And the faster, if all of that 30% goes to, to your debt, you're paying off 50% of your take-home pay is going to debt and 50% you're living on. Is it fun? No. Do you get out of debt faster? Yes. So use that. But anyways, so that's, that's a simple way, simple way, but get on track, build that budget, identify those categories. If you didn't do this last year, that's okay. If you use like a, a software like mint, open up mint, import your transactions. It would take you a while. But if you want to go, if you really want to jump on this, go through, identify all the categories last year that you did, that you spent last year and, and see what those categories are. Or maybe just do last six months, just based off the last six months, last three months, like just go and get some idea of where your money's going and, and start to attack it that way. So a couple final takeaways that I really want to leave you with is, is your finances is, is a journey, right? And, it, and hopefully you're treating it as such. Uh, sometimes this journey can get hard. Sometimes it can be easy and fun, but it's, it's nonetheless a journey. It's not fast. It's not, sometimes it, it can get fast, but, um, some parts of it are faster than others, but it, it's ultimately this nice, long fun, enjoyable, slow journey, but enjoy it nonetheless. Okay. So find you an accountability partner because I really want you to know you can do it. I don't care what your situation is. Your situation is not too bad. Your situation is not too hard. Um, you're, it, it's going to be difficult at times. I'm telling you, it's going to be difficult at times throughout this whole next year throughout, but you know, this whole next little time, it's going to be hard, but I want to leave you with the decisions, all these financial decisions that you're making today, they are affecting your tomorrow, your year, so your 2021, your family, whether your family that you have now or your family that you're going to have in the future, and ultimately this legacy or this 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 longevity of the family that that you that you're that you're building, right? Um, so don't don't waste time. First off. Because, because as much as much that's out there, getting out of debt is a huge burden that that needs to come off of people. But people are in control of their own destiny when it comes to that. Get rid of your debt, pay it off, get rid of it. But ultimately, don't cast blame. Don't look for people to blame. Don't look for things to blame because you are in control of you. And always remember that. In all parts of life, you are in control of you. Nobody can affect how you feel. Nobody can affect how how you react to your financial situation. Nobody can affect your financial situation because it's your financial situation, okay? So uh, don't cast blame on yourself. Just admit to yourself and then move forward and, and make the things necessary to change. So 
Uh, if you ever need financial coaching, I am available. Uh, I, I do not mind helping coaching and, and giving, you know, helping guide you out of your situation. Uh, link to my contact forms in the description below. Uh, just please reach out and, and, and we can do some one-on-one coaching to, to help get you out of your fin- your whatever financial situation you're in, whatever that is. Uh, but, but ultimately thank you for watching. I really appreciate it. If you're like I said, if you're listening to this on a podcast, uh, leave a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast. You'll see all the new episodes as they come out. Um, episode, new episode releases every Tuesday and, uh, it truly helps me out, uh, by obviously getting the, the, the word out more, uh, the more reviews and the more s- subscriptions that are out there, the, the, the higher chance, the more people get to see in this. Uh, and ultimately if you, if you enjoy the stream, if you enjoy the video, uh, please subscribe on YouTube like the video and, and, and like the videos on Facebook. If you're, if you're watching via that platform, uh, but ultimately I appreciate it. I'm glad everybody was able to, to join today. Uh, and, and I look forward to seeing y'all next week. Peace.